need a medical marijuana recommendation like I did, do what I did. CanacareDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, Mike Can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacareDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacareDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical legal cannabis? CanacareDocs.com. Convenient. Nine Massachusetts locations. Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot, Seekonk. Also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York. It's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation. Get legal. CanacareDocs.com. We're live. The Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. We have everything we need, except my papers are like totally a mess. I'm throwing everything. I'm realizing I needed one more thing. Uh-oh. I'm Mike Crawford. I'm Lauren Vespiza. It's been a crazy couple weeks. I know. I, I like need to take a deep sigh in a way. We need that yoga girl back on. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Visualize some golden light. Uh, some people are mad at me. I, I know. Yeah. I know. That's all right, though. Yeah, we're jerks. I get mad at you people, too. I know. I'm saying you people. Listen I know. to me. Who am I? I think I've been talking to those people too much. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> There's a lot of you and us and we and all this stuff going on. Uh, well, we, we're just going to get right to it. I mean, we have a huge guest right now, and we're very excited to have him back. Uh, we've got the Market Basket root beer for him. Very excited to have him back. I, I'm, I'm, hopefully I'm less huge than the last time I, w- I was here. Cause I'm what do you mean? To, I'm trying to take off a couple pounds, man. Oh, good. I see. Trying, no, no, I didn't mean that I'm way. I meant like okay. voice-wise so, so, you know, and the, killing for, it. Like For, for people, people over 250, when you start, yeah, when you, the huge, you know, that it, it, yes, okay. See, I don't think like that. Okay. Because yeah. okay. I'm, I'm kind of skinny, so it's okay. my bias on Okay, that. okay, but, that's all good, man. But that's uh, all good. when I think huge, I'm like thinking shows. And for us, we had a rough stretch. We were almost like fighting. And then Tito came in and we were like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. This is an amazing show. Like, yeah. thank you for that. Oh, my, my Lord. Yeah, yeah. I love y'all. And uh, mm-hmm. and every time I come here, I get Market Basket Root Beer. So I just want to I just want to thank y'all for the donation to the campaign. I, right. I truly appreciate that every single time I come here. <laughs> oh, I got to say, too, uh, I'm going to put it right out there. Like I've been saying, I'm going to give you a campaign contribution. Some journalists don't do that, and it's against the rules. I do it. I don't care. And uh I, I don't even I I meant to bring my check but I was so late today. If I don't have it, like I'm gonna go online and give it to you today. Okay. Forty two dollars I'm giving it to you. And I and I think people should definitely do that for Tito Jackson today. If you uh support the marijuana movement, if you support some of the other issues we're gonna talk about, uh you know, I'm trying to reach out to Mayor Walsh to get him on the show. Trying to get comment on stories. How's I, that I, going? Nah, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> right. Doesn't happen. You're back for a second time. I mean, that just says it all to me it's right huge. there. No, I, I appreciate the work that you do, but I also appreciate uh, that you keep it real. And and we haven't I, even said I don't think who you are, right? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no. I guess City I, I Councilor guess I, Tito Jackson right here running for mayor of Boston. <laughs> We're going to give you a round of applause, too. Thank, we got a number you, of people I want to make sure we, we applaud today. You're one of them. I huge. appreciate it. I appreciate it. But I appreciate the work uh, that activists across the state of Massachusetts and also across the United States have done uh, in, uh, in changing the mentality about cannabis and ensuring uh, that we stop 
uh, the antiquated mentality about reefer madness, um, and uh, that actually stems from what we were just talking about uh, last weekend. Uh, much of it stems from white uh, mentalities around white supremacy and what was going to happen uh, when it came to quote unquote reefer, right? And so we need to actually put this into perspective. And really, uh, this is about mass incarceration, right? And what we in the state of Massachusetts, and I want to give huge props to the coalition that came together uh, to, uh, to say yes to question four. And understand, this was not elected officials. Let's, let's pull back on this. This was not elected officials. This is the people who took it to the people, directly to the people on ballot. Uh, and on a ballot. And so I want to give you props. Uh, and I know you've been, you've been advocating for years. And you won. And then, what happened? You had to win again. Pushback. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a lot. Right? But uh, the voice of the people it was not silenced. And I, I want to give you you uh, and your show, your listeners, uh, props uh, for continuing to keep on um, well, well before uh, folks were brought on board. And I want to make sure in the city of Boston, when I'm mayor, um, that we uh, expedite uh, the licenses that are going to be needed, um, that we ensure that people from Boston, uh, people of color, and women have an opportunity not only to work in this industry, but it's critical that there's ownership amongst those licenses. Right. I don't want this to be only VCs from uh, you know Wall Street or California who come in and put their put their money in and they're owning. Uh, it is absolutely critical uh, that we have local ownership and that people in our local neighborhoods, local communities, are, are, are have ownership. And I would actually be advocate a, a cannabis cooperative. Interesting. Uh, some type of dispensary where there is a cooperative ownership, in particular for people who have uh, prior quarries um, and have had run-ins with the law. We have an opportunity. Uh, one, one of my favorite artists is Nas. Uh, mm -hmm. And if I rule the world, I free all my sons and daughters. Um, and so when it comes down to it, we have an opportunity to be innovative, not only uh, in how we uh, deal with um, uh, this industry, but also how we deal with the social issues connected to this industry. So I want to give you all Perhaps uh, you, uh, your your whole listenership in the state of Massachusetts won on uh, this past November. I want to ask you about the, uh, the go back to what you started to talk about, the protest. Because yes. we're all, I mean. We're still reeling. We're reeling. Because, like, we've been deeply, a lot of us have been divided in this community. Like, we've, <laughs> on this show, we've brought together a lot of times libertarians and progressives, you know, on to work to, for issues together. And now we're seeing, like, a huge divide. And I mean, I've gotten really fired up this week, like ridiculously so, maybe over the top, but I feel so strongly about it. But I just want to talk about what happened there mm -hmm. because people like Chris Ferrone, I think is, he's my editor. I want to give him a round of applause today. Yeah, I saw All him there. the stories Chris that awesome. uh, Dig Boston did, the coverage that they did, I thought it was and, exceptional. And, and the cover. Yeah. Uh, Basically, uh, they uh, the story, uh, not even in Dick Boston, I think it was another uh, outlet that he put it out, the, the long-form feature. Was it The Nation? Uh, I think no, it might have been. Was it, was it, it, was we'll a it, it was The Nation. I'm yeah. looking for the printout. I had no, it printed it was, up. No, it was... It was National, no, no, National it, Review? No, it wasn't. I, I know what it is, okay. but I don't have we'll, it. We'll, we'll find we'll, it. We'll get it. We'll get it. But uh, it was that long feature that Chris wrote up, and I thought it was excellent. Uh, I had the, the words from Monica Cannon explaining why... A lot of people in the march went right some of the things you were talking about yeah um but it also talked about the police how the police in the beginning some of the videos you could see the police 
were actually handling it pretty well right. the first couple hours. They were dividing people and separating them when problems were arising in the crowd. They weren't but, starting riots. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, the news re- media and kind of the Twitter was reporting that uh, the police were doing a good job and the mayor was doing a good job. And next thing you know, the police are in riot gear. Almost like, in, like instead of calming a crowd that's, you know, a little agitated, they threw gasoline on it, it seemed like, from Chris's reporting. And that's what a lot of people are showing in the videos. Do you want to comment on that? Yeah, so first I want to put in perspective, um, I want to give huge props uh, to Monica Cannon um, for stepping up. Um, so we, we live in a day and age where so many people sit the sidelines, um, so many people uh, play it safe, play it careful. Well, you know what? We need le- actual leadership, uh, leadership that has a backbone and is does not hesitate to actually step forward. And I want to give uh, Monica Cannon and Angelina... Camacho. So they, they said, right. listen, you know, this, this, this is Charlottesville happens, right? So this is Sunday. Uh, and it went up on Facebook that Boston is going to have uh, a, a march and a rally. So I talked to Monica. She said, yeah, we think we're going to get two, three hundred, uh, hmm. two, two, three hundred <laughs> folks <laughs> out <time>. together <laughs> and we're going to stand together. Right. right? right. In the first hour, mm, 2000 people, right. Um, within 24 hours, I, I believe it's four or 5,000 people. Um, I, that day, um, uh, much like the women's march, right? So right. you had, I think there were 70,000 who had RSVP'd for right. the women's march, and then it was 175,000 right. people. And uh, what we what we saw was we saw people uh, stepping forward under the leadership of, of two, actually th- three women of women, color. Women, and mothers, women. Mothers. And, and mothers. Because Jeff Kuna, the jerk, says that they're there in their basement, and I'm like... These are mothers and the kid in this yeah. basement that lives in his dorm room in Fitchburg State University is the one speaking to the press on the other side. I'm like, just like, yeah. sometimes the media just is so over the it's top ridiculous. Thing. It is programming. Uh, these moms, like, the, the other thing, like, I want to point that out, too, because even the Women's March, you could see it was more of a national movement. There were a lot of, uh, let's say, you know, big Democratic groups behind it. I mean, it. I this found out from my grandmother. Not, this was, this was spontaneous. This was Boston. This right. was a Boston. couple of moms. This was Boston. Boston. And organizations from Boston, right? And their willingness not only to speak about uh, Charlottesville, right? The issues that Monica spoke right, about exactly. and, the, and, and the issues we were focused on, we're in, we were standing in front of Madison Park Vocational Technical High School. That's one of our Boston public schools. It's our only vocational school. Mar, uh, the Walsh administration cut that school in this upcoming school year by $455,000. Right. In addition, he cut 11 other schools by, uh, I'm sorry, $11 million out of 49 other schools. So they were actually willing to call out what was actually going on in our city. They were actually willing to call out the fact that in the city of Boston, the median net worth of a white family is $247,500. And the median net worth of a black family in Boston is $8. So, and that's not my numbers. Those are not my numbers. So uh, go, go online and check out the color of wealth. It comes from the Boston Fed. And they were also willing to speak about the fact we were in Roxbury. And right. you know, we were marching to the back bay. The interesting part about those two parts of the city of Boston is that there's a 33 year difference in life expectancy. So if you live in uh, back Bay, you live to 91.9 on average. If you live in Roxbury, you live to 58.9. 
interesting number because it's actually lower than the life expectancy of Iraq. Much lower. Right? Or much lower than the average life expectancy of the U.S. In, in the U.S., yeah. right? And it's lower than the life expectancy of Iraq and Gambia, right? So that's happening <laughs> literally in our city, in our time. Right. And we also got to speak about the, the mentality that, that this occurred in. Understand, the Walsh administration has denied the permit of the can the annual cannabis rally every year right so the we do need to go back to whether or not this permit could have been uh, uh it, it could have not been issued under the mentality that it was incitement right, right. because the real issue is ask those people who put uh the t- together yeah. the the cannabis rally that occurs on uh in, in a public park the oldest public park that we were in and by the way, they have to go to court every single year. Yeah. Right. right. So it's real. It makes me scratch my head. So hold on, hold on for a sec. So people who are are, are deniers of the Holocaust, <laughs> uh, <laughs> folks who have a wh- white supremacist, anti-Semitic, uh, homophobic, uh, homophobic uh, me- mentality. Um, and and the interesting piece here is. Um, when it comes to free speech, I know there were others like, well, you know, uh, they were treated. We, that free speech is only about your ability to speak. Doesn't mean we have to listen to you, exactly. right? We can yell and louder, it doesn't mean yeah. we, it doesn't can mean we can't protest and call it out, right? Yeah. Exactly. Well, and and it's amazing what happened. What ended it up is. happening right. is people came together. They stood with w- together with one voice. And I would also note: let's also let's let's out of. 45,000 people, there were 33 arrests, 34 like that, yeah. I arrests. didn't even know the number was that yeah. high. I thought it was yeah. 11, but yeah. yeah. Maybe. So it was, it was over th- a little bit over 30 arrests. A couple okay. people with guns. Oh, um, that's who, right. That's who, right. Who, who, who were on the free speech side. Yeah, they were on the other side. They, yes. <laughs> they were so free then, speech they, gun guys. They, they, <laughs> no, not only did he have a gun, he had he had a bulletproof vest He was ready to lock yeah. and load. And Jeez. two others. I didn't even think, people want me to focus on all the uh, violence, but I don't focus on all that craziness on either side at this point. I want to focus on what you just said. The 45, 40, 45, whatever it was, I've never seen, I've been doing this for a long time, like doing little rallies and little protests and all that, and I've never seen spontaneous like that come together. I just haven't seen it. it. Like, I know it probably has happened, you know, I'm not that old. Women's March is big, but this was very ideal. Well, it wasn't from national groups. It was just like, this is Boston. Grassroots. And I want to give, you know, and I I also want to give Black Lives Matter, uh, Cambridge, uh, Didi Delgado, the work that she did, and bringing in uh, folks who had done these rallies, because this this is the other thing, too, is there was a whole component around how to do this, right? So it's not just, hey, 45,000 people show up. They're already doing it. Let's take a walk. They're doing this every day. It doesn't work. And so there was a structure to this. There was a media uh, uh, component to this. And I really want to give props to those uh, those uh, who really stepped forward. And, and again, I was happy to, to follow uh, the amazing women of color right. uh, and I'm sorry, black women who stepped up uh, to ensure uh, that this actually uh, worked out. Now, to your point around the, the, the poli- policing, one of the issues that, that we that occurred was when we got to the park, um, the Boston Police Department did not allow the sound truck into the park. Okay. So what ended up happening was there was a weird thing that occurred just because of the, the, the yeah. size of the crowd, right? right? So if you can imagine um, the, the common as a, um, as, a, as a rectangle, we were at the, uh, at the left side f- 
far far end, uh, the far corner of the rectangle. That that's over by Beacon, uh, Beacon and Charles Street, right? right? That's where we wanted to go in. So they blocked the that's entrance right. because they didn't they didn't want the sound truck to come in. And I don't understand why that was the People, case. And we no, still was, haven't. I think they were blocking the media because they they those. Are you talking about the free speech rally? No, 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 no. This is this, this is, is actually the parade showed up. The, or this the is the fight. Fight oh, so supremacy. Yeah. Oh, so you had a truck? Uh, yes, we had yeah, a truck. Yeah. Okay. So we we walked we walked we walked down, and so when oh, we so went to went, went to walk in, right. they had a huge truck a that huge was blockade. Uh, yeah, and people were jumping the fence. Yeah, and so what ended they up happening is, too, yeah. well, no, this is the problem at the other far end, right? So this is like by by uh, Boylston Street, right? Right, a huge group who would have come into the park with us, right? Ended up walking into that entrance, right? So you had more people kind of con- uh, going over more to the free speech rally, right? right. So that was, I, I think, an, an, an issue. And then by not having the sound truck, it is more difficult to control a, a large group because they can't hear you. Yeah, you're not speaking, right? So we had to nego- we had an uh, individual negotiate right. and finally got got it going. And so what ended up happening, and and we saw it. When we were on the stage, one of the individuals who was part of the free speech rally um, was being guided up Beacon Street. Right. Which meant a lot of individuals uh, who would have been paying attention to speakers had there been sound. Right. Um, Ended up kind of looking over at, at, you know, at the fence. So I, I would say this. Um, there are. There's a logistical pieces. But let me say this. The number all in all. It, with the number of people right. that we dealt with, on, literally on, bo- on really on both sides, right, and, and the number of folks who were there, it versus what happened in other cities where people al- allowed for long periods of time people to attack one right. uh, attack one another, get each other going. Um, it was relatively. Much better, right? Yeah, exactly. So, are there things that could have been done different? Yeah, I, th- I think there are several things that that should have and can um, be uh, get, be done different uh, in the future. But I really do look at the fact that Boston did send a message. And by the way, sixty-seven of these were canceled. Sixty-seven. Right. Oh, Monica, Angie, Dee Dee. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's leadership, and it's international leadership. I actually, I did the BBC. I was I was on the BBC. BBC. Nice. I was on the BBC, and they didn't think I was Michael Jackson's brother. <laughs> right, so it was it actually worked out really nice. People right? aren't, you know right? what? People aren't asking that as much anymore. <laughs> no, right? they're not. They're not asking it as much. But the thing is, we in, in the city of Boston took a leadership role on the national stage because of these three black women. You know what? Right. I, right. Uh, you know what? Things things are changing here, right. and exactly. and it's for me. I'm, this encourages me. Uh, on a, on a daily basis, because because of folks actually, st- and and the three thousand six hundred fifty young people who who stood out uh, la- uh, last year, who stood up against the mayor when it came to them cutting their school budget. Oh, that was awesome! Right, that was great. So we we as a city have really found our voice. Exactly. Although I lost my voice uh, <laughs> uh, last Saturday, well, that's I had, funny because you had know, a little, I had a little little issue, a little frog, just a I, whole frog gras. Uh, actually, that's not that's not a frog. <laughs> actually, I'm sorry. Frog, frog legs. <laughs> the, the, the story. It's I, still French. Yeah. I mean, he closed. <laughs> I think you were right. I, did you, you, New Republic was the Chris Brown okay, New story, Republic. and okay. the name of it is the no, crowds of Boston shouted themselves hoarse. Well, that was me. Did anyone really hear? He, he was he well, and and the problem I had oh, I also they heard it. They well, heard no 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 this is the issue though I have an issue with the Ma- Mayor Walsh telling people to stay home, 
right? So understand, he did a press conference and told, asked, suggested that people stay home, that they stay away from the Boston Common. I'm very happy that there are over 45,000 individuals who did not listen to uh, the the mayor when it came to that. And then when it came to um, the credit side of things, hey, Boston handled this the right way and all that. Well, no, you told all of those folks to, to stay home. Right. To be silent right. in the face of hatred. And, and, I, and, I, and by the way, I, I, you know what? If you uh, are, are, are hanging out with white supremacists, if you're hanging out with, uh, with deniers of the Holocaust, if you hang out with folks who are, are anti-Semitic, um, there is a, there's a, a quote that says, you are the average of the five people you spend That's the right. most time with. There you go. And I want to say mm-hmm. something too, too. Yeah, about because I want to. <laughs> this right. is why I'm so determined to focus on <laughs> the goodness of those forty thousand. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. I, uh, you, you know, you basically uh, Monica Cannon. Uh, her her whole quote. I want to read it. While it, it was our intention to send a message to those who would subject marginalized communities to domestic white terrorism, hate speech, and violence, we also stand in opposition to the most insidious and deadly forms of white supremacy. These include, but are not limited to. Mass incarceration, income inequality, anti-immigration initiatives, police and local law enforcement, and housing employment discrimination. I don't Ooh. understand how anyone could be opposed to that at this point. And, and right, and if and by the way, if you're libertarian, hello, yeah, right. right? <laughs> he, hello, That's this should, this should, oh, we this, know. By yeah. the way, you should be. By the you should you should have been up there in the front with us, right? right? So when it comes down to what's going going on, understand the the individuals who stood up here are, I think, standing up for the fundamental values of who we are as a people, uh, who we are as as a city, and and the ideals that we should be putting forward. So I I, I can't imagine um, why folk would be upset that people stood up against uh, these uh, voices. And 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 by the way. They have, we have free speech cuts both ways. Right. Right. So there's this mentality that, um, that folks were just supposed to allow individuals to speak and spew and, and spew hatred. And in fact, I know one of the individuals I want to, I want to go and, re- um, uh, Shiva. Shiva. I was going to say, I yeah. it's Shiva. Yeah. I know Shiva. Yeah, of course. Shiva, cut it out. Mm-hmm. Right. Cut it out, man. Well, what's he doing? Well, well, no, he he was at the he was at the rally. He was speaking. He's running, he was spe- he was speaking. What what's, yeah, he what's, he doing? what's he doing? Like he's so desperate now because how he car ripped him apart. Like and he's got you. Like seriously, is <laughs> that is that what? Doesn't like it doesn't make you look good. It makes you look worse. Yeah. You know, it's no. uh, it's sad. I'm sorry. It's, it's, not, it's not. And it, and it's and it's usually good when Howie Howie hits me. But it, yeah, that's <laughs> that's. So we have a lot of work to do uh, together. And so I think there's a real component here um, that allows us to continue this movement, right? So this is not only about what's happening uh, in that park that day. It's also about the disparities, and 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 the issues that we have relative to the fact that in Boston there's a thirty percent increase in shootings in our city right now. And I would submit to you, if that happened on Commonwealth Avenue, uh, if it happened in Beacon Newberry Hill, Street. <laughs> on Newberry Street, uh, there would be Humvees right. on every single block, uh, and, and people would consider it a crisis situation. When there are uh, black, Latino, uh, black and Latino men and women who are being gunned, killed, down in, 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 killed in our streets, and, and by the way, a 4% arrest rate for non-fatal shootings that's in the, in the Walsh administration. 
four percent. Conservatives should be all over that. Like you, you know, because we're looked over here now. Like this is what so pisses me off lately. Like I, I was almost a libertarian at one point. Now I'm an, an independent. Now they call me a progressive liberal, and like. The conservatives and you, and you, should be all over this issue, that. and you're saying the same thing. The crazy part is they won't. I mean, you, I'm you, saying conservatives. You, you've, been stuff saying a, you've been saying the same the same thing. No, for, for man, the, I changed okay. a little bit. I think I almost bit? got brainwashed. Like, okay. I think okay. a part of that libertarian shit does brainwash people when you start saying yeah. race doesn't matter. Yeah, that's just line. crazy. Color that is line. crazy. Yeah, that yeah. That's, that's okay. what happens okay. in that movement cool. a lot of times. That's what I've been calling out, and that's why they're mad at me. And there are some libertarians who don't see it that way. They they uh, they actually believe that race does matter in the society. So there are some libertarians that are with us, uh, you know. But most of them, I feel like it's like like uh, Warren said today. He said there's the alt right libertarian party, and then there's a light uh, libertarian party that says it doesn't matter, even though they're aligned with the half that say it matters because they're racist. Yeah, it's, you know, it's just like that's what it is. Though. The crazy thing is we're we're meeting in 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 Faneuil Hall now, right? For the the next couple of weeks, we're, we're meeting in Faneuil Hall, and it's it is uh, this this weird feeling that comes over me every time I'm in there. One, um, my seat, uh, Frederick Douglass, his statue is like right behind me. Nice. It's like yeah, Frederick Douglass got my back. That's really <laughs> yeah, cool, that's right? right? But the but the crazy thing is, the the Boston City Council has not met in Faneuil Hall since 1822, hmm. right? So I think back to what was the city of Boston like in 1822. Right. So 1780, public education for all and all this other stuff. But when it comes down to it, there were slave catchers who were who were coming up uh, still from uh, from the south uh, during those times. Um, And women did not have uh, uh, rights. And as as people of color, even if you were free, you still had uh, to um, uh, actually as as black folks at that at that point, um, you still had to have deference. And, And then just thinking about the city of Boston through 1974, we still had segregated schools right till 1974 and understand the housing in the city of Boston was not desegregated in, in terms of the um, uh, the housing developments until late late 80s early 90s right so we have a lot of issues that we are just dealing with right, right? so what race at the context of race doesn't just go away we have to deal with these issues and when we look at our schools today we have uh, disparities in terms of how the majority of students are, are actually doing so there's a lot of work that we have uh, to do together and I actually really appreciate um, the, the fact that we're hitting these things head on. And by the way, it hurts, right? There's some pain uh, that, that comes with saying, hey, these things are unequal. Absolutely. There are people who benefited simply not because of how much they earned it, right? It's actually, there's some structures that are, yeah, right? Born. Yeah. Birthright. Yeah. And they won't admit it. That just drives me crazy. Uh, and I'm not saying that every every white person is like rich and had it easy because I didn't have it easy. There's no. still a class issue going on here, but yeah. just reckon it's so not. I, I want to ask you some other things too. Let's go, let's to be, yeah. Number one, uh, Brittany. She uh, Brittany de la Creta. She put out a story about uh, the Red Sox and EI and all this stuff, and then all of a sudden the Red Sox are you know the owner is saying he wants to change the name of Yaki Way. Yaki Way. He's interested. Would you be interested in that? Why don't you think it's happened already? Do you think the mayor will get behind this? What What do you think? Well, I, I think uh, I, I believe that um, Yaki Way should have a, a name change. 
And I think there's a whole host of folks. Uh, it'd be really interesting to think about uh, the the actual naming um, of things in our in our city. Um, last week, I also must note that I actually put forward uh, a resolution to remove uh, the um, uh, the. Uh, part of uh, the well, I, I, I guess there's a there's a plaque out on George's Island. Okay. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, and yeah. it's it's actually a Confederate uh, War Memorial uh, plaque. So weird. Um, and um, we will we will we will return it to whoever uh, uh, gave it to us. Um, uh, the Daughters of the Confederacy is actually who who uh, donated it. Um, they can have it back, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so I think it's critical that we uh, actually uh, not that we erase history. Um, but that we are historically sound when it comes to uh, the, these components. And so when it comes down to, to this, uh, this issue, I think it is critical that there, uh, there is a change there. And I, I commend, and it's, it's kind of one of those about times yeah. uh, type things, but I commend um, this, uh, this ownership team for actually uh, stepping forward. And I also think that um, there are many things, and, and we, the, the other piece, and, and I've heard Sam Kennedy speak a bunch of times, um, they have actually embraced uh, the, the reality and the truth about uh, the Red Sox. Um, being the last team in the league, right? Uh, to decide, have a black person yeah. on the team, right? Uh, yeah, and there's a bunch of players that they, they yeah, we we, we might have broke we the curse a, a, little, uh, yeah. a little while a little while long. Uh, yeah, the we, person everyone wants to be yeah. behind now, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. It's funny how Muhammad Ali they hated him, yeah. now they love him. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Good so thing. there's all of those things. Yeah, exactly. When you get, you get a stamp, and it's, it's all good, right? And so when it comes down to it, we have an we actually in our time, and, and Kamala Harris had said something. She, she, and I'm going to paraphrase. She said, um, if you ever wondered what you would do during the civil rights movement, the time is now. Right. right. Now we know. Yeah. Exactly. Right? exactly. Like, this is your exactly. opportunity. Right. Right. So what would you, what would you, by the way, understand there were only 250,000 people at the March on Washington. Right. So everybody's grandmama wasn't there. I'm going to let you know that. Right? <laughs> I know everyone said that they were, but they weren't. So the question is, where were you? Were you at the common? Uh, yeah. Right? Or were you not at the comma? Right? Where were you in, in the next situation when something does does happen? And it's really about where we stand in, in our time. When when you're on the city council, where are you when the, the, the mayor is cutting $11 million out of uh, 49 schools? Uh, it's cutting autistic student programming. It's cutting 7th and 8th graders. And they put 7th and 8th graders on the T. Right, they could kick them off of yellow buses. No Say, hey, get on the get on the T. Yeah, they used to have buses. Okay, I'm sorry. Sixth, seventh, and eighth graders. I apologize. Oh, right, so there are yeah. eleven year olds that we're getting calls about right now. Yeah, and that that becomes a problem too. And like, so like uh, you know, the guy from Milk Street, the guy who you know, some of these you know folks, we kind of went after them because they were against the dispensary and they they were worried about the kids coming through on the T. This is a problem. It gathers the kids downtown because they're doing the internet, you know, and yeah. when it causes problems, right? Well, and eleven year olds un un understand you're you're going through some changes right. in, 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 in middle school. There's some stuff going on, and they need guidance. And also, we want to make sure that they're they're safe first and foremost. That should occur when there's not when and then when high school students have to live two miles away to get a bus pass. 
right? So th- there are kids who, based on the neighborhood that they live in, can't really walk to school. That's off. Right? Yeah. It's either too far or they're navigating a bunch of... Unsafe uh, sidewalks. Uh, yeah, it's, it's dangerous, right? too. Exactly. Like, I lived in this city for a long time. It is dangerous just walking down the street. Yeah, yeah I got run over by a bicycle one day, yeah. you know, on the sidewalk. It happens. Like, a little 11-year-old kid, two miles. It's yeah. just... So, so th- these issues, to me, we it, it is what we do in, in our time. What, where do we... Where'd you stand during the Olympics? Right? Right. When someone was going to spend 13... Uh, tw- I'm sorry. Let me be right. Twelve billion dollars of city funds. Well, actually, have have us uh, be the guarantor. Back it up. Back of twelve it up. We'll billion dollars. Debt, Even whatever. though they, they told us it was going to cost nine billion dollars yeah. of of city and funds. They said it wouldn't cost any money. Listen, the what's what's three billion dollars between friends? Right. Right. That mm-hmm. we actually have to uh, stand up in our time, have a voice, and by the way, have a backbone uh, when it comes to these issues. And 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 I think the one the one thing that's occurring with Trump is there's, there's no more middle. Right. Right. Well, I mean, I wouldn't I, want to be the middle on this issue either. I, but <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You're either right now. You either right or wrong. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. This is basics. You know. That's <laughs> right. So there were there were two parts of that part. Yeah. Right. Right, you can you know, and so yeah, yeah. and you know, so so I think it is absolutely critical that people stand up, say where they are, show who you are right now, uh, and and we can deal with you from where you are, which I think is 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 really really important. And I and I would I would say, listen, I I am going to be a, a mayor who fights for the equity of everybody in the city of Boston. Who fights for uh, housing affordability for every person in the city? The people who have uh, a whole whole lot right now, they're still going to be good. But what we have is we live in a city of Boston that's fifty percent of people who make thirty five thousand dollars or less. Right? Uh-huh. That's a lot of students. All of those folks. We have a lot of work to do in that space. Got another question for you? Yep. Is this uh, cannabis? Uh CEWCB Expo. It's a cannabis world uh, convention or something like that. Business Expo coming to Boston. Uh, they got shows in LA and and in Boston in October, September LA, October in Boston. Uh, people are boycotting them. The Minority uh, Kiz, uh, Cannabis Business Alliance for one, yeah. uh, because they've uh, signed a deal and to have Roger Stone be the headline <laughs> and speaker who. Wow. He's got yeah. a lot of racist statements. He's a Trump guy. He's also kind of crooked. He's a liar. <laughs> He's a lot of stuff. We, we rag on that guy daily, every, well, weekly, every week. Yeah. Yeah. And are you, what would you say? Do you think, what, want to support that point? What, what I would say is don't, don't you, let your money, speak. Well, this, this is, <laughs> let your green speak for you. Right. Right. So we're, we're speaking. And so it is, you should not uh, be placing your dollars and supporting a show uh, like that. And I also think this is not only about, uh, the minority cannabis uh, community. It's also about the majority cannabis right. community. Yeah, I'd say saying so. where you stand, right? Um, and showing where you stand, and standing with your brothers and sisters. We have you have an opportunity uh, to stand up. Uh, you have an opportunity. And, and by the way, I, I, Roger Stone I should not and cannot be uh, looked at uh, as a, as a leader in, in all things cannabis. Right. right? So it, it is. Crit- <laughs> yeah. Right. right? And, but this is. I the- don't want him here because he's cro- crooked too. Yeah. On top of all the racists and the right? uh, hating women and the hating everyone right? and just being a. And he's like, cr- crude. He's pro monopoly. Right. Yeah. So yeah. He, he, he's he got the casinos. It's very 
very shadily how he got those casinos, how after he's worked for the Bushes. And if you look at him, he's a dirty tricks guy. That Why is he being doing the dirty tricks so he can get money? I mean, that's what his deal is. Everyone knows what it is. And now yeah. we're going to bring this guy in? Exactly. Like, it's like, you know, and it's offensive. It's offensive as hell, so. Well, and I, and I appreciate that young, young jerks are, are stepping well, up. We're boycotting. No, yeah. we, we don't no, even no, have definitely. to ask, right? We don't want none of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing okay. you're not going to be speaking, obviously. Right? Um, that I'm not going to use my, my Whitney Houston phrase. Um, but uh, you know what I'm talking about. And so um, when it comes down to it, I won't, I won't be there. I won't be in, in his presence. And, and I won't um, add uh, in any uh, gravitas to, to that event. And again, we, we have to be consistent across the board uh, for uh, folks to, to catch up uh, and for there to be equity. And, and as mayor, um, I, will ins- I will really look forward to expediting uh, the permitting process. Um, to really looking at uh, equity across the board in the permitting uh, process. And also, um, we've talked about it before, um, we need to, the zoning zoning laws treat uh, dispensaries, um, sadly, like someone who has a sex offense. Right. right. Um, and we have to make sure uh, that we really look at and relook at uh, zoning laws um, and that there is equity, opportunity, and actually geographic diversity and where dispensaries are, are placed. Um, I don't want there to be a bourbon street for cannabis. Right. Right. I don't think I don't want it to be all in one section. I believe that, the, the, again, this is there are many individuals uh, who are helped by this on a regular basis. Um, folks uh, who uh, use it uh, as, a, as a medicine. Um, and then, and then others who who use it for other other reasons. But when it comes down to it, um, we need to have geographic diversity in in the city of Boston. But most importantly, those dollars need to begin to flow back in to the city of Boston, um, to neighborhoods in the city of Boston, and we need to employ people right. here. And uh, I fought very hard, and and I, I I'm happy at what happened with, at the state houses. People who have a prior marijuana offense. I'd like them, uh, and, and, and under the, the new law, uh, they are actually able to, to um, actually participate in, in this space. And Now, mind you, if you're at a casino, you're not allowed to do that, right? right. So if you have any infraction on your uh, quarry, um, you are not allowed to, right. uh, to, uh, to do I that. Which I like. I mean, well, I, maybe not in the casino. A casino is a different thing, but mm-hmm. uh, cannabis, let's... let's we we need the victims of drug war to get a chance back, especially for marijuana. Right. And the war on drugs was, was absolutely... Absolutely, utter failure. And what we see right now, and by the way, when we look at what's happening around issues of methadone, around issues of uh, of um, of heroin uh, use, um, and and now um, uh, uh, fentanyl as well as uh, uh, carfentanil, um, th- those is- issues. Um, if we had actually dealt with the crack ec- epidemic. Right at the time that it was occurring, and not talked about three strikes rules, not talked about um, in, uh, 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 mandatory sentencing, and all of those things, and helped people, and uh, now it's called compassionate care. If we had done those things, we would have been much further along in terms of our, our ability to treat. And again, it only it only happens when it happens to white people. It's yeah. Same thing with marijuana too. Yeah. Like it's like all of a sudden when it got popular with the white population, well, probably, you know what I mean? It just it is frustrating. Was uh, it ever not? And how can people deny it? That's what drives me crazy. Uh, we're the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. WEMF. I'm Mike Crawford. She's Lauren Pispiz over there. And we got uh, City Councilor Tito Jackson just killing it today. 617-903-7464. We will open the phone lines if you want to call right now. Uh, we'll take your calls. Actually, it's uh, they're not open yet. We're going to open them in a, in a second. Herbie's working on it. So if you don't get a, uh, a ring... 
Just keep trying. 617-903-7464. Herbie just gave me the thumbs up. It's Herbie. ready to go. Herbie the man. My, my dad's name is Herbie, so I actually kind Herbert, of liked it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know what? Uh, we, we had a lot of comments, too, didn't we? We've had... Just a ton. Have you? Uh, yeah, I've you, been looking Can you read through. some of them, or are they positive? Very negative, positive. Or? Everybody's big supporter of Tito. It looks like, and uh, you know, people are talking about how the NBA doesn't want to pay to change the sign. I'm not sure what the uh, MBTA maybe. Yeah, MBTA. That's what he said. Uh, we have. Didn't oh, because they, they want to maybe change the uh, some, yeah, some station yeah. names right, too. Right, right, right. The Yaki Yaki oh, yeah. station yeah. and stuff. Uh, you know, most of it's just like keep it positive, united we stand, Boston strong. You know, I think that also, you know, nationally Boston looked very good last weekend. People right. were really commending us. Uh, you know, so uh, you know, people are uh, still there. There's a lot of good there. Um, yeah. That's pretty much what I'm seeing right now. But the but the the thing and and, and what Monica has and and uh, Angie have really stressed, uh, but Monica in particular has been. The work con- continues. It's, the yeah. struggle continues. And yes, we were speaking about things on a national stage, but we have to think internationally and nationally, but we have to act locally. So in this uh, September, actually September 26th, which is a month, literally a month from now, literally. it's election day. Oh, boy. Right? Right. And so the question is, uh, do we want just the person who has the most money to win or do we want the person who has uh, the best ideas? Right. Um, the one who's fighting for affordable housing uh, in, in the city of Boston and ensuring that people are actually able to stay and remain in the city uh, that they that they built up uh, to uh, to win. Um, the re- requiring developers to actually uh, put more affordable units in and not empty out buildings because that's what's also happening uh, all over the city of Boston. People purchasing uh, buildings and uh, emptying folks who have paid their rent. This right. is not this yeah. is not someone who right. uh, did uh, did something uh, wrong, um, but also. Uh, someone who's going to deal with the real issues that are occurring uh, in, in, in our city. And so I, I really look forward uh, to that opportunity. We need folks to get out and vote. Now, this uh, is the, is this stuff, like, I know uh, last time I remember in the Boston election, they had, like, a runoff. Yeah. And then the final. Is this yeah. the uh, preliminary so or is this a final just this, two? This is, this is the primary. And it makes a difference, guys. I, I want to I let you know. This makes a difference. Understand, if we win the primary... Uh, we 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 can make this thing happen. Right. It's, 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 it, it can be off the world. That's right. 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 So I think the, you got the, a chance. The, right? really so, the, so the so the objective is not. I'm I'm. We're not in this for incremental change. We're not in this uh, to move the needle a little bit. What we're in this to do is real structural change in the city of Boston that's going to uplift everybody in the city of Boston and bring all of those folks who deserve to be at the table uh, to the table. My job and my objective and my motivation is to bring everybody to City Hall. That building's not, even though it has the ugly grass stuff in the front, Uh but that that building is not... uh, ours as an elected official it's the people's building and we must have an agenda that deals with most of the people what's happening right now is 87 percent of the stuff being built in boston is built for the top 25 percent right right so we're 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 all out of kilter we got folks trying to do olympics and in an indy car in boston right you had to have this the attorney general yeah get the money back the state of massachusetts coming and say hey we need to get your money back because the mayor signed fraud. off with yeah. a guy who's fraud, who, who, who's basically a fraudster, ha- until AG forced him to pay it back. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what happened. He wouldn't pay, and all of a sudden he found money. That was, that was what I found weird. Right? And they had to have IndyCar 
the national IndyCar come in and say, oops, we, we signed with someone who had never done a sporting event. <laughs> Because right, that's part of his. Right. It, it, they say you can't do sport. Well, you never did a sporting event before. It's not like that's going to be like this one. This is like not a, like a football game in a football yes, field. Right. It's right. like a freaking in the city. And it was going to be on move-in weekend. Right. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Right. So in that Boston. was that wasn't going to work out. And then we have all of these issues around. You saw what happened with Top Chef and all of those uh, other issues. We need someone who's going to have scandal-free government who's going to come in and pay attention to what is going on with real people in the city of Boston, their problems, and stop with all... This is not ESPN. We're not, we're not looking for the biggest sport of event uh, in, in, in the country. And by the way, we, I don't want to harm uh, great events like Boston Calling. It is a shame, it's a travesty, and it's an embarrassment that Boston Calling isn't still on City Hall Plaza, right. and it's moved. Right. And that happened because they weren't able to get permits. And I'm again, I'm not a lawyer. Right. It doesn't matter whether it, it is uh, uh, in this in this case, I can't say whether things are legal or legal. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it's not, it's right. not right. Exactly. It's not right. Yeah. Right. If you have been doing an event year after successfully. year, right. a successful event. And by the way, that makes our city. It's called by the way, money. It's called, it's called Boston Calling. Right. right. Right, so it, it you're giving not Austin the, calling. Austin it's not calling. called Austin calling, right? <laughs> it's called Boston calling, right? And so you're giving us props, right? right. You have you're plastering the city of Boston all around the the, the at the least nation. this region and nation, nation, right? Yeah. And and now M, uh, 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 MGM, what was it? Uh, Madison Square Events bought it and all that. So all of that great stuff was happening. And the other piece to me is I thought there was really something that there was a connectivity to government. It was on government center. Right. And it was right next to City Hall. Right. And that's what the art should be about. We live in a city. We have some of the best. We have Berkeley. We have a, a Boston Conservatory, a New, New England Conservatory. People should be playing music on every single corner. This, right. should, be right. like, this should be like New Orleans. Yeah. Right? And that's and a, I mean, that's a problem, too, because... I've dealt when I was doing the Freedom Rally stuff for years. Every year it was a hassle, and it was always that stuff where they're trying to basically shake you down, force you to do stuff that you don't want to do, like hire police to pay for police that are arresting your audience, like right. that are antithetical to your movement. <laughs> yeah. That would the, your movement would kill you if you did that. If they yes. found out, like that's the stuff they just kept trying to chip away, and it's like. I'm so glad because this isn't just and not just a freedom rally, even like, you know, little nightclubs that want to change something or do right. something. If they didn't have the the uh, the oh, bumper yeah. sticker, you know, not the, the you know, the, uh, the what do you call it? The, uh, yeah, the uh, campaign stuff uh, hanging out during yeah. the election season. If they didn't back the right candidate, you yeah. know, they might not get the permit. This is the stuff that's gone on in Boston forever. And, and it, it becomes an issue also in Boston because we lose 52 percent of our college students within six months. And that's 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 horrible, right? And so we also there's a component that also we gotta we have to talk about that we don't talk about a lot is we need to make Boston more fun. Right. Make we Boston need, fun we, again. We, no, it make, make, it, make it fun again. That is right? so true. And so when when I was younger, you could go to a club at eighteen. Right. 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 And uh, you know, I, I, you may not know, but I'm 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 one of the best dancers. You you, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's word on the street. So, um, and I and so when it comes down to it, I got I got a lot of opportunity to have a have a fun and good time. We have a city that has uh, what a third of people are twenty to thirty four, right? We should actually be thinking about. 
how we retain uh, young people in our city. Um, and one of the ways that, that we should, should do that, um, I would love to see in, in, in the city, um, is we should greet all of our first year students um, with a huge uh, event at, uh, and, and I'm going to announce it here on Young Jerks, um, I'd, I'd like to do uh, something called Freshman at Fenway. My my buddy came up with a uh, I know I'm getting in trouble right now they get, they they yelling at me but um they're both yelling yeah, well, so you got stuff you, on yeah, here yeah, we're, we're, we're thanking you over here you got you got ladies. you got my my chief of staff and my campaign manager looking at me dirty right now okay cool but mm-hmm. what but we're gonna we're gonna announce it on, we're announcing it on Young, young Jerks um, yeah. this is an idea that a friend of mine uh, his, his name is Michael Lake and he came up with and what he said is uh, you know the interesting part about Boston is um, we have. 20 to 25,000 college students who come every year, each class, right? Right. And again, we lose 52% of them. So, and th- normally, the first interaction that a college student has with the city of Boston is we usually ticket or tow your car. Yes, that's right. <laughs> like, normally, it's like, hey, is that my U-Haul yeah. uh, going down the you street on... Uh, yeah, that is... I, I wasn't a college student, but that was, like, you know, coming from the suburbs and actually, like, being a poor kid living in the city working, that was my first experience Yeah, there. exactly. That is exactly. Yes. And right. not one time, like, yeah. a lot of times. Time. Like, but I, I do want to say, we do give you um, that free orange envelope. That's free. That's on right, us. Yeah, yeah. one lets you know you we talk. We, I just want, right. yeah, we, uh, yeah, you're right. It's not. It's it. Yeah, Sometimes we, we they even, make you. I don't put know if the they still on. make you pay uh, to pay an extra fee to yeah, pay it online yeah. too, which is another hassle. But yes. I, but what, what, what we want to do is, I want to have all twenty five thousand college students come to Fenway Park. We want to say thank you. We we love you. Right. We want you to stay here. We want to have all of the community based organizations. Uh, organizations that serve young people, organizations that serve the environment, all of those, th- all of those folks there uh, who need volunteers. And you know what? Then we want to go do a day of service. We want to take four hours of your time and model the type of relationship that we want to right. have with you, right? So we want you. This is not a four year uh, a four year vacation. We want to work with you. Want to connect with you. And then we want to come back and have the best concert that Boston's ever seen in Fenway Park. That's awesome. Somebody really cool. Um, I, I don't know, Chance the Rapper, yeah. uh, Kendrick Lamar, someone, right. someone, someone like that, right? And to have that be that class of 2017, the class of 2018, that Boston, not only your school, because you're not only here for school, you're here to interface, interact, and uplift our city. And then we have touch points with you a- along the way. Is, and and I, I used to do sales. You need seven positive touch points with someone to change their behavior. Right. Right. And starting out towing their car, ticketing their car, is pro- hmm. and then and then busting their party, and then and then next time and then someone telling breaks them, into the car, exactly right. So we have a lot of work to do there, but we really do want uh, college students. We want millennials. Not only we want you to stay, and and you made me cry last. And you almost made me cry last time. Oh, oh yeah, because yeah. I was gonna say, you know what else would help them stay, right? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and tell Affordable me. housing. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. So. I, 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 how many times have I used? So you're now like in my stump speech. Oh, really, Lawrence? Oh, in this country, I gotta say right now too, because last time you asked me in the show for the endorsement, like I, I, I really wanted to try to get Mayor Walsh in here, and I know <laughs> yeah, right. he wouldn't have come on if we're gonna endorse you. Uh, but I'm gonna endorse you right now, friggin' now. I'm yeah. Done. Like that. Seriously, you like. <laughs> 
people need to support you. Like, I love you, and, yeah. and we really like. I, I I am endorsing you, and everyone is. And yeah, the whole, I think basically the whole freaking station endorses you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even have that. Like, EMF, young yeah. jerks. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. That's right. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you for coming out. Just a round of applause for everything you're doing for the Thank city you, of man. Boston. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, Let's make sure you guys. We we got to get out and vote. That's right. Um, this is a serious election, and and by the way, you know what? I can't. I, I, you, you, the folks who listen on on your show are not just people who stand idly by. So I need you to go to Tito Jackson for Mayor dot com. Tito Jackson for Mayor dot com. I need I need you to volunteer. Right. We, we, yes. I, I need I need you guys to step up uh, and help us because this is not about me. Uh, this is not about uh, a, a small group of people in the city of Boston. What we're building right here is a movement so that all of Boston, not just some of Boston, is able to uh, to live here, uh, to be able to build their families here, and actually uh, to make the city better. We are losing people. This is going to be San Francisco if we don't if we right. don't wake up. Right. We're going to have poor people. In affordable and in, in, in place-based affordable housing, rich people and no middle-class people here in the city of Boston. So, uh, uh, young jerks, I need y'all. I, I I love. I encourage everyone to yes. get on that website. My, Say it again, Tito Jackson. Tito Jackson for Mayor com, and uh, we we uh, we're going to give you a buzz within uh, forty eight hours to get uh, connected with us. Tito Jackson for Mayor com. We need your volu- need you to volunteer. We need you to donate. Um, again, uh, we 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 take. Oh, you did forty two dollars. Forty two dollars. Oh, that's like four twenty. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly. Okay. You can do four twenty. You can do four hundred and twenty. You could do four hundred. People are throwing money at we you. Can for, oh, oh, okay, oh. okay. Thank you so much. And so we we need to make sure that he gets a, a little situation. So okay, cool. Yeah, we'll fill up the uh, paperwork. Yes, that's that's a different yeah, way. That's, that's wrong. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's we, we're gonna report it. Okay, we 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 are gonna report this. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's a twenty spot. It's a, it is a tw- it is a twenty spot. Not getting you in trouble. Today. I know yeah, all about it. So, uh, so um, and send checks if you can, or uh, just uh, you pay online. Uh, let me bring this up too, because I'm a social media guy. People can go on your Facebook and invite their friends. If you know people in Boston, you know people in the community, send them there. Set, tell them to like the Facebook page. Yep. Get involved. You know friends who are in Boston. I, I do this all the time. I talk to my friends, like you know, and you can influence them. They don't know what's going on half the time. Yeah. If you tell them and turn them on to, you know, and don't, it's not even a big push either. It's just say, right. hey, did you know this guy's running? You should check yeah, them out. Exactly. They're going to decide themselves. You know, invite them. You and, and especially on Facebook, the thing I like about Facebook, you know, the friends who are probably going to want to support you, and they'll Jackson. be happy you invited them. They'll be, no, they'll thank be you. happy. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, am, am I allowed to? Can we do a song? No, no song. We can do songs, okay. I think, or something. But okay. I, we, I also want to so, bring in your so, campaign manager. So, so bring, bring in my. Come on over here. She, yeah, she, she needs she, to come over. So you she, got two black women to, over here. I, I, sure, I, I, sure, I sure do. And and y'all are gonna have to. You you, you do have to uh, the queue up the. Did we do vote for Tito Jackson song last time? Do we have I that? Don't, I don't think we did. Do we do, have it? Did we do the vote for this? Is, this is we're putting Herbie on the spot the, the now. The best Herbie. campaign song. There's there's actually two. You have campaign songs. I have I have I have the vote for Tito Jackson song. Are they on YouTube? And then we and then we yeah on YouTube. They're yeah, he's looking at vote for right Tito now. Jackson. And then we also have the Tito dance. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. But it, but but the other piece is it's, it's not the Egyptian uh, belly dancing brother. It's not him. It's so I just want to let you know. That's, he, that's he's gonna play the right one. Yeah, no, he might play the wrong one. Herbie always will. He will. He will. Put on the right one. I want to make sure it's on the money. Yeah, I don't want to. Yes, exactly. So 
I, I want to introduce uh, a very good friend of mine, someone who is well known in, in uh, the cannabis community. Uh, and she has uh, just emerged as, as uh, an amazing leader um, and uh, just an awesome, awesome uh, uh force of of nature uh for me um this is uh tashonda vincent lee tashonda how you doing i'm all right thank you guys for having us thank you. you i'm not sure we can can we hear that herb go ahead can you oh. hear me now? there we go so i want to i just want to note um you know we're having some conversations about uh inclusion at city hall um and where and 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 uh i want to let folks know that uh women run uh my my inside office um and uh nichelle sadler who's sitting over there she's my chief of staff and tashonda vincent lee is uh my campaign manager and again we don't we don't only talk about it we actually are are, are actually acting it out and we put it into uh, play every single day um and on a regular basis um we have uh the most dynamic and amazing uh leaders um in the city um actually uh running our campaign and our inside office and Tashonda is um, my campaign manager, and she's awesome, fantastic, and amazing. I want to ask her, you two, why, why are you supporting, spending all your time on this campaign, Tashonda? Oh, wow. Um, it's, it's for a myriad of reasons, to be honest. Um, what I, the quick and easy of it is, as a um, triple minority, I am um, African-American. I am female, and I also am engaged to a beautiful young lady by the name of Sharita Bernier. Hey, sweetheart. Um, and often traveling and maneuvering in this life. Um, there are many times that you're not heard, and you often don't know the reason why. You don't know if it's because you're a woman. You don't know if it's because you're black. You don't know if it's because you're gay. Um, but you have to... You start to pay attention to the systems that control and have the power over your say, your voice, right. how you live your life. Right. Um, and when I, when I moved to Boston, um, I was very much entrenched um, in politics and learning everything that I could because I wanted to change the world that I live in um, for the best. So I learned that I had to listen to what people say, what they don't say, what they do, and what they allow to happen. So after I did that and I sat down and I, I understood that the way Boston was set up is that it's a strong mayor, weak city council exactly, model. right. And I looked at what the actual powers were. So I learned that my buddy Tito over here has the ability to say, no, your budget sucks. Um, you shouldn't cut 49 schools. You shouldn't kick kids off of the bus. You should actually have homes that are affordable that people can live in. And yes, he says those things. But then when it comes down to who has the final say, it was the mayor. Right. So when I understood that, I learned that I started to unpack what the current mayor would say and what he would do and what he allowed to happen <laughs> and what he didn't say. Right. Um, and through that, what I learned is that you find these people in life, they, they look great on paper. Right. But then when you start to read the small print and you learn the difference between shall and what is it, Tito? You teach me that all the time. Shall and may. Those are huge words when it comes to law, when right. it comes to oh, the language. Law, huge. It, it is. Um, I'll just say that um, the incumbent did not do all that he could. 
um, I actually am displaced. I can no longer afford to live in the city of Boston. When I first moved here, it was great. I loved it, everything about it. Um, but then I couldn't afford to stay. So then I'm like, well, why do you keep saying you're building all of these affordable housing units? And then I looked up the actual, the range, and I learned that you have to make $70,000 to live in most of these right. units. And that's at the base. Right. So that's not including utilities. No. That's not including transportation. Right. And God, parking spaces are mortgage right. in Boston, literally. Right. And I'm, well, why are you saying affordable? That's not affordable. That, and, and then you learn that the majority of people make $35,000. So why do you keep touting that you're building affordable housing? You're not yeah. affordable for whom? Right. So after looking through the agenda and then for us on the cannabis side, I'll say it. Once we came across our real reefer madness here, it was the um, safe and healthy Massachusetts. Yes. And I learned that the mayor was behind that. Oh, yes, he was. And still a part of his stump speech. And, and understand, I have a background in mental and, behavior, mental and behavioral health and substance abuse. What I know is that cannabis is not a physically addictive drug. Right. What I understand is that we use it to actually reduce opioid overdoses and addiction. Those, <laughs> it's not what they tell you it is, but then when you learn the money behind it and the systems right. behind it and the motivation behind it, and it was literally to lock up people like me. Right. right? It doesn't make sense, no. but we have a mayor who literally to this day says... Don't do drugs, kids. Don't smoke that reefer. Yeah. No, you'll be strung out. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. No, like, it you shouldn't do those things. So after that, and then meeting Tito and I come across him, and my guy just says all of the right things, but he not just says all of the right things. He does, does all of the right, right things. Right, that's a difference. So when I paid attention to what he does, what he says, what he allows to happen, and what he does Doesn't. not allow to right. happen... I will give I love that. every I think, yeah. waking moment of my life. I just love the way you broke that down, too. Right. And, uh, just because, uh, like, one of the things, I was talking to Rod the other day. I think uh, Rod's going to come up in the next segment here. And thank you, Rod. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Rod. And thank you. He's going to get a lot of rounds of applause but later. But uh, we were just talking about, like, uh, Mayor Walsh. Oh, I think it might even be my friend Patrick. I'm trying to remember who I was talking to on Facebook. But I just started repeating what Mayor Walsh says anytime police the question police comes up. He says the same freaking thing every time. <laughs> no matter what question you ask about police, he says, you know, I respect the men in law, you know, men and women that wear the uniform. He says the same thing. He doesn't answer the question. You guys answer the question. That's why we love it. Like, that's why we're so excited to like you. You think that's like, great. Let me tell you my new favorite one because I'm in this life and this is what I get to do, right? <laughs> She's about, my, about this. My new favorite line of his um, is his response to the 4% arrest rate in non oh, what is it? Um, non fatal shootings. I'm sorry, non fatal shootings. His spin on that is now, well, arrest rates are down 37%. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you know or not, but if someone shoots at me, I want them arrested. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if they're black, yeah. white, purple, green. Yeah. It, or I, cop. Right. Yep. But understand, mm -hmm. I do, I do, I want you to be arrested. But moreover, I want you to get the supports that you need. So whatever it was that drove you, that put you in this position where you felt like that was your only recourse, I feel like when you're in this system, we should actually habilitate you. Yeah, right. Not re, because if you're there, more than right. likely, we yeah. never habilitated yeah. you in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. You did not have what you needed to. We don't, want, we don't want it on second time. We exactly, want, exactly, no. Especially with young people, too, because I'm telling you, so many times in my life, I, 
you know, this this everyone applies to everyone too. If you you don't have a father in your house, you get influenced when you're younger and you do bad stuff. Sometimes, you know, if there's a good person there, that adult and catches at the right time and, and does the right thing, you can change. I've changed. Like, yeah, it happens. I used to coach and, and teach kids, and it happens. Kids change. Kids are resilient. And you know why they change? Because they got good people around them. Right. And so we need to find that. We need to every time. And I think you're going to do it. Uh, we got to go. We we again. We're going to just give you all a round of applause. I want to thank you so much. You, know, you guys, you guys, absolutely rock. Uh, w E M F, young jerks, y'all are all, y- and y'all not jerks. Why? So, I, <laughs> we, we young jerks that care. Not to okay, you. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. We give a crap. Okay, okay cool. And I'm okay. old now, so okay. I'm like the old man on the show. It's a problem now. I don't know if I could qualify. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's good. I'm just not a jerk to him <laughs> okay. or any of these people okay. in the studio today. These are great people. Yeah. So Awesome. And I, w- I, I want to formally accept your endorsement. Woo! Um, and we, uh, we're going to definitely uh, post that. And I want to thank you for the work. And the, vo- and the voice that you continue to lift uh, for the things that are right, for holding us accountable and giving us a platform to actually have the conversation. That's not split, uh, not the split screen right. where we're sitting next to each other, yelling at each other, even though we're <laughs> actually box, sitting next to each other yeah. and they have the box. Right. right. So we do need to have a conversation about many of these issues. And I also I, and, and I'm, I'm going to say this. Some people aren't, aren't won't be. I appreciate that you actually uh, have the other side come on. And, and try to explain, but uh, to, try <laughs> they to, try, explain, they try. to try to explain what uh, what's what's going on, because you know what, when it comes down to that, I and, and I'm going to continue to talk to uh, the, those folks because it is critical for folks to to understand that we're we're not just blowing smoke uh, out there. There are things that are happening, and lives that are being lost on a regular basis, and folks are not hearing. Um, and and are not uh, uh, helping others uh, come along. We have to, as a city, uh, and and by the way, when we lose any young person, we lose a part of the future of the city of Boston. That's, That's part and parcel to this. And we live in a knowledge economy, right? So we need really smart young folks who are actually here and doing well, and we're going to continue to make sure uh, that we look out for everybody in the city of Boston, and not simply just some people. Huge shout out to my friends uh, from Young Jerks. Thank you so much for this opportunity, and I want to come back again and again. And actually, oh, when, yeah. I, when I'm when I'm mayor, uh, we, we're going to have to have. Uh, I don't know. Can we do a Young Jerks? Uh, you know what? Are you always throwing parties? Okay, I, I want yeah. more parties, the better. Okay. I'm always so, so this is I'm a party every get, time you come. I'm about to, yeah, uh, that's so all get, we need. We just so, need you to keep so, coming back. So yeah. the other piece, Can we schedule it now? Yeah. Or, you know, that's know, like also, the next month. Well, no, that's the thing because she knew I was going to say party, and then she's like, because that's one of the things that continues to get removed from my. She's like, you can't have a party we'll eight, have eight times. Okay, cool. We'll, okay, we'll go to all your. Yeah. Yeah. What we're going to okay. do is we're going to go okay. to your party. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're, we are going to have one, and you are definitely invited. <laughs> I ask that you please show up. Oh, we are all right, we will. Oh, I'm yeah. oh, wait, one thing I got to say. My girlfriend. Uh, was a, uh, a union organizer at BU, Boston University. Oh, wonderful. She's also done radio forever. So she's got two names. You might know her by a different name. She's met you. She loves you. And she, she does uh, WAF now. She used to be a BCN. Her wow. name's Carmelita. Uh, and she, I said, last time she got mad at me, I didn't say, you got to tell Tito I love him and I met him. <laughs> and, and when I was in the union at BU, the UAW, he, that guy is there for us. And, and like she, it. yeah. And, we, and, and we're going to st- continue to stand up for folks. 
it, we should have a $15 an hour minimum wage, and we also need to make sure that folks in the city of Boston uh, have, are, are able to, uh, to have a, a livable wage. Right, we have to have these conversations, especially with colleges and universities who don't pay taxes. Yeah, right. They pay this thing called payment in lieu of taxes. The next time I'm on, I want to I want to tell you about a deal I was able to cut with Northeastern University. I got 1.5 million dollars uh, from Northeastern uh, for small businesses. Right. Uh, I also got uh, a, a additional scholarships from them, um, as well as um, uh, part of their procurement. So th- understand, they spend 150 million dollars a year. So we say we just want 10 percent. That's all. <laughs> and at and at BU. Their operating budget is $2.1 billion. So if we got 10% of the spend from every college and university for Boston-based businesses, for businesses owned by women and for businesses owned by people of color, we would actually be able to transform the whole economy here. So instead of investing in companies like General Electric with our incentive Uh, dollars, why don't we help folks start their own businesses in the city of Boston and uplift people in the city of Boston? GE, you know what? Go ahead. You you go ahead and continue to bring good things to life and have and leave our money alone, right? right? (laughs) And so we're gonna invest. We're gonna invest those dollars with people who are innovators right here in the city, small businesses, tech businesses, all of those things in our city. Shout out to Young Jerks, uh, Mike. Oh, I Thank you, that. my brother. Tell, and tell, you, tell your girlfriend. Can I call you El, El Boogie? Am I allowed to call you? El oh, Boogie? you can call me. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you What do you call him? I just want. I've been wanting to call it. I just want to call it El Boogie. That's her El Boogie. El Boogie. I'll call it LB. LB. gave you a nickname. Oh, I like it better than Lauren Pepsi. That's oh yes, that's Lauren's name. Moving on. Wow. Moving on up. It's amazing. This is like Christmas for us. I know. It really is. See my cat. I'm in his dumb speech he said i'm just like a, all a glow yeah, here. we go like like this is a long segment but like tito's like just keeps going i, I, I love it like most guys most of the politicians want to leave after yeah. a while. <laughs> can i go now do i have to answer another question so i'm getting thrown off again uh, <laughs> <laughs> no we, so we, would, we would keep you but we have other guests so, it's so. all good well, they can throw you off because we've been endorsed oh yeah, yeah. It's exactly right. it's Before, right. actually it, it, it's only downhill from here so <laughs> <laughs> i can only lose it from oh. here <laughs> awesome thank y'all so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Mike L. Boogie. We'll be Woo. back in a few minutes. This is your wedding song. For Tito and Jackson. For Tito Jackson. For Tito He's a man of action. He's a man of action. For Tito Jackson. Do you need a medical marijuana recommendation like I did? Do what I did. CanacareDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, Mike Can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacareDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacareDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical legal cannabis? CanacareDocs.com. Convenient, nine Massachusetts locations, Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot, Seekonk, also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York, it's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation, get legal, CanacareDocs.com. Live with the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. 
uh, on a Facebook Live as well. My name is Mike Crawford. I'm Lauren Pespiza, or El Boogie, as I've been newly dubbed. By Tito Jackson. Tito Jackson. City councilor. Exactly. Running for mayor. That's right. I stupidly forgot my checkbook. <laughs> I was going to make a big deal about that right in the check, but... uh I'm as soon as I'm getting home tonight, I'm getting out by there and I'm giving him the forty two dollar contribution. I hope other people do too. I mean, I hope people listen and uh get involved and, and support him, knock Volunteer. on doors, make phone calls. I got friends in Boston. I'm gonna be hitting him up. I mean I really am on Facebook. I'm gonna be like, dude. This is your man. Yeah. Like him on Facebook. Like his like his Facebook page. We're gonna put that up later too as well. I just I, I thought, rock his pin on my yeah. backpack every day. We broke a lot of news too. We broke uh, yeah. that he definitely does support uh, changing uh, the name of Yaki Way. That's right. He definitely is supporting the uh, boycott of Roger Stone. Two big stories right there. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm I'm not surprised. We got a lot of response on the police and just yeah. everything. He was amazing. Today. Yeah, I got the Tito glow once again. I feel like all good after talking to him. Right? He's great. He's good. We had a tough week and we needed that's Tito. Right. We needed some Tito's Tito. Tito's like, uh, don't worry, Mike. It's okay. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So now we get the the little more. I don't know the tougher stuff, right? Oh man, not that time. I mean, we're trying not to <laughs> trying to be. I don't know. I'm reading through this and I'm like, oh man. Well, this is, you know, I just printed out some choice comments from uh, this week. I've been talking to uh, John Medler. I'd say I've been uh, trying to troll him a little bit (laughs) online. And, uh, you know, it's like two shit posters going back and forth. Right. I wasn't trying to be nice like our guest over here, Rod, when he interviewed him. I was just like throwing stuff at him. And I got some interesting responses from John Medler. Uh, it was pages of this. I just took some of his quotes. I didn't put any of my stuff in there, so it is kind of out of context, <laughs> but it gives you an idea where this guy's coming from. Yeah. It gives you some good information. He's coming from dorms, it looks Number like. Number one, he lives in the dorms some, <laughs> right. in the summer. John Medler. We have uh, 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 definitely confirmed that. He lives in the dorms. He's taking summer classes. So, Jeff Kuna, when I call into your radio station and you deny the facts that I've already confirmed and I have them written from John Medler, uh, you might not want to say that, you know, it's not correct information to hang up on me on WRKL. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why you didn't post that, Cooner Coward. He doesn't post his podcast. He only posts the choice parts of him talking and uh, all his minions agreeing. He never posts any ca- calls from anyone. I noticed on the podcast, we post everything, no matter who We calls do it up. live. You can we, call in yeah. right now and call me names. We'll post it. We're not going to cut it up. Uh, we got two guests here. We got to get right to this because we're still talking about the free speech rally the counter-protest and everything that's been going on um uh, and we really want to talk to two different people on the on the kind of the two different sides but you know both really uh took took hits in a weird way you know because of what happened and, and you know i i'm a human being i want to talk to them and, and see what's up and uh see how they're doing and have them comment on it and uh kind of just have the conversation right right Right, so we got Brandon Navom. Right, how do you spell your last name? So, say your last name. Excuse me, Navom. Navom. Everyone thinks it's like more ethnic than it is. I screw up everyone's name. Brandon Navom. So you originally were scheduled. You you had uh, you were going to participate in this uh, free speech protest. Uh, when you found out, you told me Shiva was was speaking, right? <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Um, Shiva Ayodhuri is actually a um, an Indian American who is running for U.S. Senate, and uh, as a Republican, as a Republican, yes. Um, but uh, uh, like myself, he's actually a software engineer, and he's a, let's put this way too. He's a dark skinned. Uh, was he Indian? He's Indian. He's, yes. he's not a white guy. 
<laughs> so I mean, okay. And uh, you know, uh, I, I I'll fully admit it. I'm I'm biased towards engineers. I think we need more engineers and less lawyers in Washington. And uh, so I said, uh, you know, he he says he invented email uh, <laughs> back in the 70s. I don't know if that's actually true. Um, but, you know, I, I just thought that uh, a little bit of analytical thinking could could do us well in, in Washington. So because, you know, this, with the speaker list, this has been a lot of controversy this week about who was on it and whether mm -hmm. we should care about it. But. I was really offended by some of the speakers that were going to come, like, you know, Augustus. I, I just think, what I'm finding out, I just, a lot of these guys, Joe Biggs and the guy that just got thrown in jail, Kyle Chapman, who spoke. When did you find out some of these really objectionable people? Like, Shiva to me, he's done some stuff on immigration that's a little, you know, for some people be concerned. But, you know, he's not these other guys that we're talking yeah. about that we really, ha a lot of us had concerns about. Um, and even the other guy, the guy Gavin McGinnis. I mean, these mm, are the ones that mm. raised the red flags for a lot of us. Yeah. Did you know about them when you found out? Like, how did you how did you find out? Yeah. Uh, so I was actually kind of uh, a friend told me uh, who was uh, knew the organizers, and so I just gave a verbal acceptance. I knew Shiva was going to be on it. Um, I had attended the previous rally, which is one of the things that nobody talks about. Is that there were. Whether these are periodic events, they have different speakers, and uh, the last one went through uh, where you know around 200 to 300 people showed up for right. a, an event where people waved a bunch of flags, they danced to a fake national anthem, we marched around a little bit, punch each other in the stomach. No, there was there was well, I uh, was there. <laughs> uh, um, there there was there was a um, all of all of that violence was um, uh, voluntary, self inflicted. There, self -inflicted. <laughs> it was a hazing ritual. Um, it was a hazing ritual. <laughs> um, so I I witnessed no actual instances of non consensual violence, if right, you will. Right. Um, and uh, so I'm actually a rugby player, so I'm not really opposed to consensual violence. Um, so, Breakfast so, cereals, though. Uh, I I don't. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I mean, you I, know. I know. I know. I know. It's so stupid. <laughs> uh, I'll admit it. It's stupid. Um, but you know, so uh, I signed up for what I thought was a tame and lame event uh, filled with unmemorable speeches. Um, and uh, I, I never thought that my efforts to actually get more diversity into the U.S. Senate by supporting an Indian American would have me labeled as a white supremacist. Now, when you found out about some of these, like, you know, when the Globe stories broke, I mean, did you, you told me that you wanted to postpone it. Did you, when did you decide that you wanted to have it postponed? You asked it to, to have it postponed after what happened in Charlottesville. How did that, yeah. like, what, what, what tell yeah. me about that. So, um, there was a whole series of events and, you know, I didn't actually know who was on the final bill until I saw my name, um, on a flyer, um, with some of the speakers and I didn't really pay too much attention to everyone who was on it to tell you the truth and it was only about a week before Charlottesville um, and so what happened was um, you know after the the horrible and tragic events of Charlottesville Virginia um, CNN actually um, had a, a, a false news report and uh you know far be it for me to call cnn fake news <laughs> um but they uh issued a report saying that the charlottesville organizers were the same organizers of the boston event and this was untrue 
It was reiterated by Mayor Marty Walsh. Were some of the same? I mean, was it, wasn't McGinnis part of that? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so some of the same there, people, though. There, right? there some was of the a, same crossover. I mean, there was some correct. crossover. So it's not all incorrect. Yeah, um, and, and I'm I mean, not that, saying I'm not saying there's no blame. I'm not here, saying that's 100 percent accurate but, from CNN, but that's yeah. still, you know, and when the Boston Globe put out their story, which was all factual about who was booked, yeah. that came out a few days before. When did you ask for it to be postponed, and why? Ah, uh, yeah. So um, uh, basically, when they this, uh, directly after these events, after um, this hate mob was unleashed, and after I was very quickly fired from my job because my name appeared on the the bill, um, we we kind of went into panic mode. We immediately said, "Okay, let's uh, very specifically let's call for a moment of silence. Let's ban anyone who even participated in the Charlottesville event." Uh, speaker attendee doesn't matter. So this matter. happened before the event. You were fired before the event. Uh, were, were just that. Uh, yes. The promotion. I I was fired by my from your job from my job on and what Sunday. What did they say to you? Uh, they called me up on a Sunday. I was clothes shopping with my daughter uh, to to get her some school clothes, and uh, they called me up and they said, um, "We we it come it has come to our attention that your name is on the event for a free speech rally in Boston." And I said, yes. And they said, okay, well, you are no longer employed here. And they said, don't come in tomorrow. Um, mail us back your laptop. Um, and uh, we're done. That's interesting. I mean, one thing I will say is definitely uh, free speech don't does not exist in large corporations. That's why right. for a long time I went under my can. You know, because yeah. it's reality. I know people are, are trying to support free speech, and I'm not against that. People think I am at this week because I came down so hard on a lot of this. I support free speech. I was part of the organization MassCan that sued. They've sued six times. I wasn't there for all six lawsuits, but I was there for some of them. Uh, and I was on their board of directors. I was the president of that org. I was on that board for 10 years. Um, and I'll tell you, like, uh, you know, I feel like uh, one thing people on both sides don't quite real like talk enough about is that uh corporations we when we have to be employed mm. especially large corporations we do lose our free speech we all do it sucks yeah. but it's you know yeah it's a tough spot i mean i feel and, bad for you in that in that way um i, I also want to talk to rod here because yeah. because rod is uh i want to give him a round of applause too yeah i think he kicked Definitely. ass i really did this week the video you did, I think, with John Medlar answered a lot of questions for us uh, on both sides, whether you liked it or not. It, it was in depth. It was uh, conversational. Uh, I don't think it uh, shied away from anything. I think it was very informative. I want to thank you for doing that interview. I know you got a lot of shit from it from both sides a little bit. For, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? You've been getting crap on every side, right? Uh, it was mostly from uh, the white power people, and uh, I want to be clear about that. Uh, they were definitely white power, white supremacists, and I'm not saying the organizers. Um, I am a little bit, well, yeah, I'm, I'm more than irritated that uh, that John Medlar put me on the, the guest list there, of course. <laughs> uh, then, of course, the Boston Globe and a number of other publications. Got a well, let's talk more. about that, because yeah. people, some people don't know what we're talking about. Basically, you went out and interviewed the spokesperson for this free speech rally for like two hours. And at one point, you th you know, hypothetically, as I, I've done this all the time as a reporter, I don't intend uh, sometimes, you know, the questions to actually mean in real life. It's just kind of like, would you, would you entertain this idea? Which you basically said to him, 
uh, would you allow Black Lives Matter or even someone like myself who's known as a, you know, a known left-wing person, would you allow us to speak at this event, right? That's exactly what happened. And he said, I, I don't know. I need to talk to my people. We'll think about it. We'll let you know. Well, in the case of Black Lives Matter, he said that he had to vet them. And in, in the case of me, uh, I, I don't know what the rationale was. He, he immediately said, sure. And I'm, I jokingly said, okay, I'll get to work on the speech. <laughs> uh, that said... Uh, on, on Friday, after he had already posted all of this on, onto his webpage, you can actually see on my Twitter here, uh, we got in a little conversation there. He, he was very specific that if I wanted to speak there, uh, that I needed to re- respond within the hour. This was at 8 p.m. on Friday. I needed to respond by 9 o'clock. Uh, this, see, I'll verify it with you there. All right. Eight. It's been verified, folks. I'm seeing the timestamps and everything. 8.01 p.m. Need to know by 9 p.m. Thank so you. 59 or 59 minutes you had. Thank you very much. Uh, and the conversation on Twitter went back and forth for a little bit after that. Uh, but I was also clear about uh, removing my name from the event. <laughs> of course, I showed up at the event and I was extremely surprised and honestly a little freaked out, uh, which is which is rare for me because during the course of the election, I went to roughly 200 campaign rallies, 40 of them Trump rallies and had my took his handed to me more times than I can count. I've been arrested. I was arrested at Standing Rock, kidnapped by mercenaries. <laughs> I was thrown over a table by uh, Trump's people uh, back in 2015. All throughout it, I've I've gone through the you know the gauntlet, right? And uh, there was nothing that freaked me out more, more than this. Than yes, than being announced at you know. I mean, I saw the messages too because this is you know. So basically, you didn't have any intention of speaking at this event. No, they uh, put you on the schedule. Which I think is crazy. I've, I've mm-hmm. booked, like I said, I've booked so many events uh, in Boston, whether it was rock shows or, or, or protests or rallies, all this stuff. I would never, especially when it's this controversial, but it, marijuana was always controversial, so I would always triple check on things. You know, like that, that to me just seems really careless. And then his response, because I sent him messages on this. Oh, yeah. And he didn't want to admit any fault on it. He just did refuse to. He just kept going back to that video. And, uh, I mean, we can read them. Do you want to read Lauren or even uh, Rod? I mean, do you even care about what he has to say at this point? (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter to me, but uh, I'm sure it's good radio, so do what you like. (laughs) We could do a little radio drama between us, right? But I don't have your part of it. But, uh, you know, he's saying... He seemed very defensive in all these. I mean, these some of these are a little bit. Long. All right, I'll read one. Yeah, I'll t- read apologize because I asked. I kept asking, "Do you think you owe it to Rod to apologize as like a human being?" Right, like, right. You know, those are kind of my. You know, I was pushing him. Oh yeah. I don't have any of my stuff in here, but this is his response to one of my questions. Apologize to Rod for what? I asked him in his stream if he wanted to speak. He accepted on the stream, but later pulled out. Yeah. I asked him about why they're calling people the mob. He said, uh, the people I encountered were acting like a mob, hence why I described them as a mob. And as for what the stop being a dick advice, maybe you should take that same advice oh, yourself. Did you, the, did you tell him Oh, I called him a dick first. <laughs> yeah, so. But, uh, you know, basically, that was the kind of interaction we were having back and forth. I wasn't being nice to him. I don't feel I need to be nice. Uh, I wanted some, some answers. And, and basically, you know, he... Uh, you know, when 40,000 people come out like this, oh. and I'm reading the newspaper story about why they came out, and that's your response. Like, 
a week later that there's still a friggin' mob? I, 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 I like, just, I, I think it's really I insensitive. I like this sentence here. He says, I will not grovel and pretend to express false remorse simply to placate your petty emotional fancies. I live by my own set of principles, not yours, nor do I give any weight to your false equivalencies. Yeah. Uh, mm. Do you have him when mm. he, he... What a sophist. Yeah. Um, did you have sophist. it? Did, do I have it in there where he calls me uh, how I oh, transfer into a commie? Oh, he made fun of our show, too. Yeah, a couple times. He said, the young jerk sounds like a cheap de young Turks parody at best. I mean, you can call <laughs> I hear that a lot like, from, of 20-year-olds. Yeah, don't yeah. actually follow the show. It, it's called satire in, in a naming uh, scheme, but you know, ultimately we're better. So, which he was adamant about his whole Kekistan thing and all the CNN <laughs> memes and all, uh, Arnold oh, yeah. Schwarzenegger blowing right. things up. He's uh, he's very adamant about all this being all right. satire. When right. we know that when you fly a Nazi flag alongside a Kekistani flag, it, it's it no looks longer, the same. It's no longer satire. Yeah. They want to talk about free speech. Uh, how, you know, how about the free speech of uh, Heather Heyer? She can't speak anymore. No, right. can. uh, so this is like a very serious yeah. uh, right. thing. And he wants to make jokes. You about agree it. with that too, right? Yeah, Do you think yeah. that some of this stuff is gross? Like um, seriously? Yeah. So uh, let me, because there's there's a lot here. I also want to um, mention one thing about the young jerks before I say that too. The name was given to me by Carmelita <laughs> and I would pay her a million dollars to work for me for like 10 minutes on something like that. And <laughs> that woman has done radio for 35 years in Boston as a woman, not as a drive, you know, big personality. Her show still kicks ass. She it still sure has does. a huge following, you know. I'll take it every day. I grew up listening to her. She's one of my heroes. I'm proud that she... feel strong enough that she would actually spend time on yeah. our stuff. On our, really on our own little old us. Little old She gave jerks. us a two hotheads name, too. She, she's a genius. So, go, uh, yeah. Brandon, go ahead. Um, so, I, I, I want to say first, for the record, um, you know, I, I, John Medler, um, you know, I, I can't believe I ever even got myself involved with a guy like this. Um, you know, what can I say? If, if you guys, you guys are reading off these statements here, if the, the one word you just have to say, do you agree? No, the answer is no. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, 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 I'm sorry forever that I ever got involved with that guy. Um, everything he says is just tone deaf and, and I don't understand why other than maybe he's too, uh, young and dumb to realize it. And, uh, I hope he'll maybe get a little more mature as as he grows up. Can I jump in there? Yeah, you, you're going to jump in totally because you've been talking to these guys more than anyone. You've had more experience. I want to hear Yeah, You two need to have so I, oh, well, I've actually interviewed uh, Brandon for about seven hours yeah. during the course of the past week. Uh, so uh, I, and as I've talked to a lot of these guys, uh, most of the organizers are high school kids, um, mm-hmm. and I think uh, Brandon can back me up on that. Medlar, is, it seems to me, is the adult spokesperson. <laughs> Which he's, is scary. He's, he's the old person in the group. Uh, That's scary. So he's the adult in the room now because, uh, because some of them are children. I don't want to. I don't want to give out full names, but you can see from the first uh, quote unquote free speech rally, uh, there's this dude uh, Charlie Olson who, who names himself there. So I don't feel you know wrong in saying that. Again, high school kid. There's this guy Steve. He he is a child, so he, we're just going to call him Steve. Name, yeah. And I think Brandon can probably confirm a couple of the others. I know there's Kevin, uh, but I, I can see because uh, there was actually a couple guys that uh, from the these th- kids live in their basement, the mom's basement that Jeff Kuna said. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> please don't compare them to anonymous. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> you, you know, qu- quite honestly, uh, Bernie Sanders supporters were put down for being basement dwellers. Right. So I don't, I don't like for me. I, I know, don't, I don't I resort know. to that. But you know, I, you know what? I um, do because you know what? Because I, I, <laughs> I do. Because yeah, I do. Because when they say it about us and it's yeah. really about them, all I'm doing is putting up the mirror. That's what people don't get. Like, when I'm a troll, all I am doing is reflecting what you are giving me. And that is in the finest Socratic tradition of trolling. That's it. And if you can't figure out my friggin' trick after all this friggin' time, (laughs) like, wake up. Go ahead. 
Yeah, well, yeah, I think the thing that we have to realize is, is Medlar is, is the old person in the group. And if you watch the first Freedom Rally, uh, you know, uh, Charlie Olson gets up there and he, he doesn't even know what the word indictment is. Uh, he's, he's reading from the, <laughs> the first. That's exactly how he said it. He said indictment. Yeah. He's struggling through the words. He doesn't know what it is. Uh, almost 100 percent of them are holding their iPhones or a piece of paper. They don't have any of this information committed to memory. If, now, if, 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 if you look at the actual people that spoke at the rally, and there was about seven of them, uh, they were all allowed to speak. You watch the live streams from behind the scene, and I know that's not public to most people, but they really got to speak. And if you watch my li live stream with John Medlar, he said that he'd only scheduled a half hour's worth of speakers, because they were all getting five to ten minutes. Shiva was the only one that went above that. I think he was close to 15 minutes, but uh, really, they were burned out because they had nothing to say. They have nothing and, and, and she, when Shiva got up there, it was just a long list of all the crimes that uh, or the racist things that Democrats have said. And, uh, he was correct on some of the Clinton ones, uh, but the Jimmy Carter quote that he, he was That's saying kind of bizarre, right? that uh, uh, he claims that G Jimmy Carter said that he wanted to uh, like ethnically yeah. clean neighborhoods. And you know, you know Shiva at one point too, he said that uh, he had kicked the KKK out of Boston. And my editor is sitting there, Chris Ferone, said, uh, "Can you tell us about that?" And he like ignored him. Like I thought that <laughs> was right. weird. Okay, so, I thought that was weird. So, okay, so besides all, I want to hear about Shiva. If you kick the KKK out of Boston, we want to hear about it. I've okay, never but heard but, about but, it. but Shiva, if you're going to go on to Gavin McGinnis's show and they're talking right. about they're going to kick out all of the people right. that were at the first rally. Gavin McGinnis again right. was at the first rally. Right. Shiva spends all his time uh, chatting with Gavin McGinnis on his show, basically apologizing for all the the crimes of brown people. I, I guess while while uh, Gavin McGinnis sits there and, and makes fun of brown people, and so he's there to verify and and say that it's okay. Gavin McGinnis's entire shtick is putting down uh, Jews and every other minority. He, he under hates the, trans. He hates women, too, right? Is he one of the ones I hate? Uh, yeah, Almost all these guys I, hate I women. I've got a whole pile of clips if you want to get into that later. I don't okay. know if that, that's the point. Uh, I pulled out the Holocaust denial clip by Augustus Invictus. Oh, that's uh, right. He uh, talks about white genocide and that if we're going to you know, uh, say that it's genocide for the white people to move the Native Americans out of uh, America, then it's certainly uh, genocide to allow uh, non-white people into Europe. Um, it goes on and on and on and on and on with these people, and uh, I don't know if you have you know that much time. I've, I've, We're I've, pretty much out of time. Yeah. I, I understand that, but, <laughs> but we, we take my word for it. No, so I do. Much there, and you know yeah. what? I want to keep having you in. Yeah, like, you're going to be putting a lot of this stuff out of line. You've yeah, covered of a lot of stuff that people haven't seen, right? Yeah. Oh, well, that's the other thing. Uh, so I, I covered a, a number of the uh, white nationalists, like um, uh, Matthew Heimbach, who's uh, the leader of the Traditionalist Worker Party. Otherwise, they're national socialists, otherwise known as Nazis. Yeah, I did literally. a lengthy, close to three-hour interview with Jared Taylor of American Renaissance. He's also a white nationalist. Uh, for, you know, for the very first time, Trevor Noah ma managed to put a little clip of him on about a week ago. I'm thinking to myself, you know, why didn't you do this when it mattered? Why didn't mm -hmm. you do this in 2015 when he was one of the robocallers for Donald Trump? All these people were associated with Donald Trump in the Fayetteville rally yeah. in North Carolina. I documented the neo-Nazis there, and I put that out. But, I, you know, I don't have that kind of reach. Yeah. Then PBS gets them on. They have no idea. They don't see this, the cross of Odin and the uh, 88 and realize that these are all white power symbols. Wow. And all of these people are coming together to support Donald Trump. Had they, had they opened their eyes and reported so, this? Let me ask you a question. Do you think that there's a rise in this stuff in this country? Or is it just more open? Like, Or are, are we just imagining it? Because some people say, no, these Nazis have no power. They'll never get 
get anywhere, just ignore them. What, what is your response? Uh, well, I, th- I think there was probably a lot of uh, simmering behind the scenes. Uh, they were upset about Barack Obama, and I think uh, Donald Trump has helped to make it okay for a lot of this behavior uh, that that it's coming out front. Uh, so, I mean, so it's coming to that startling re- realization that uh, you know one third of your country uh, you know would burn every th- everyone in the gas chambers like Hitler. One third would sit by idly, and and you know the other third will fight against it. Um, is 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 feeling like where we're at. Uh, the right doesn't seem to understand uh, much of where the left is at. I mean, the if you ask me, everyone wanted Bernie Sanders on the left. Uh, you know, he's, he was bounced off the voter rolls, 100,000 in Brooklyn alone. Uh, there's Crosscheck, which I called in about a right. week or two You're ago. You're awesome. Right. Thank and, you. And, you know, the fact of the matter is 7 million minority voters uh, predominantly were bounced off the voter rolls for that. Hillary Clinton, I don't like her either. I don't like CNN. I know there's distortion of media, but I think Hillary Clinton would have been a thousand times better than Donald Trump. I, absolutely preferable. Uh, but so Donald Trump is right that there's election rigging going on but it's being rigged in his favor. And, uh, well, also and, Russia. And, <laughs> we're going to give Ron a chance. And, and Russia, so, yes. uh, Can I just respond to a yeah. little bit? Because there was a lot of a torrent of a lot of stuff there. I can keep going. Oh, oh I'm <laughs> sure you can. I know. Uh, we spent a lot of time together. I know you can. Um, uh, you know, and, and let me say, uh, just from my perspective, you know, having not even known everyone I was was going to be speaking at the same event. Um, You're the you dude know, who stepped out, man. So, like, I, you well, know, well, you well get, I get it. And, and you know, you do get credit I, I, for that. I am, I am learning you a did, lot you more. You did march with the counter-protesters, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. You and, marched, you went to Roxbury, didn't you? Uh yeah, Do, are people giving you crap for that? On like, uh, oh yeah, a lot. So you're getting um, you're getting but, crap but, from both sides oh, now too. Oh, everyone hates me now. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm calling it a week. I mean, uh, everyone hates my guts. Um, <laughs> uh, but but I do want to respond a little bit here because um you know I I am finding out some some disturbing things about somebody some of the people who uh, I may have uh, spoke at an, an event could have spoken at an event with. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to, you know, it, it, it causes me to, to sit back and reflect and say, well, is it really truly fair to hold someone accountable to uh, for every word that every single person that you ever share a stage with has ever said? And, you know, I'd really like to, to get your opinion on I this. don't think so, but I think it, it, when you willfully join up with this type of rhetoric when you when you you see the amount of you know you i think you did the right thing you backed out uh you know but too bad you had to get fired uh, you know what i mean like yeah you know it's it's i just feel like you know i've done politics for a while you know and if you're a young kid getting into this why don't you join up with someone it does they don't have to be 70 years old but how about someone like 25 30 that's maybe that we had some young ladies in here they're not that old oh, yeah. like, right i yeah. know people who are in, in their mid late 20s who have done this shit but that's not this group they don't have anyone mm-hmm. doing that you shouldn't be held and, accountable for everything yeah but, i mean and the when people- you sign up for something like this yeah like when I, i've done this stuff I've done it a million times on the common. I've done protests of the smoke, you know, the smoking fines, you you name it. I've I've done especially around marijuana and oh, other things. Okay. I've I've been on the stage with Garrett Kirkland and them. I don't want to be held <laughs> responsible. Right. You know, that's yeah. one of my yeah. issues. Yeah. You know, I was on the stage with Garrett Kirkland to get the TSA to to uh, defend the fourth. That's right. But that's what I'm talking about. Like 
I look at history of, of, of some of these folks. They don't do it. They're just there for the cameras once every once in a while. They're not doing the work. So, and, and when you sign up for something like this, when I look at a list, I want to know who's speaking. If I see someone that's really objectionable like that or like five people, I'm out right away. And I would have never confirmed. And I would ask. Like, even when Garrett was doing it, I wanted to know. I said, you know, who's going to be involved in this? And he told yeah. me. He's like, you know, pirates and progressives and libertarians. And I was yeah. like, okay. You yeah. know? And that was well, for Defend the Fourth. That was a totally different thing. Yeah. Uh, where a lot of us came together. And those are the types of things we were working on. But, you know, if Garrett called me on the free speech rally and I had any inkling of any of these people, no friggin' way. They, I just well, they were all claiming they you're were you're lending you're lending support to that. That's my opinion. So okay. and, they and were pretending I mean, not to be that though, so, right? But, yeah, and, and I mean I certainly had no idea, but but let me let me uh, pose a question to yes. you in the interest of fairness, and yes. I really want to get your opinion on this. Um, so there was a, a woman's march, right? A right. lot of speakers, right? Two of those women, um, uh, Donna Hilton, who had previously been convicted of uh, torturing and murdering someone. And my personal opinion is this country is great because if you do something, you pay the penalty for it and then you move on, right? Um, uh, you're a free person and that shouldn't be held against you. Uh, Linda Sarsour. Uh, a woman who I don't know, but people say that she called for a jihad against President Trump. Now, some people may interpret that as a call to violence. Well, you know, it doesn't sound. You're saying stuff that you you just had even and, admitted. And, you don't even I, know if it's true. I, it's I, so, I don't. I'm already kind of doubting but, it. But but, but what, where, my, what, my where's question, your question going? My question is: Does did every speaker at that event should they be held accountable? Possibly, or, if, or, if it was really bad, but nothing happened. But, so but I'm it's also what, more a question, yeah. is it public? Is it yeah, public yeah. knowledge that yeah. these people do, do they these know? things? If O.J. And Simpson showed know? up, I'd know that he had killed his wife yeah. and Ron Goodman. And should you Goldman. know? And should um, you know? Should you kind of, like, you know, when you're looking at a free speech rally, you kind of have to, like, honestly, if anyone says, I'm doing a free speech rally, I'm going to be like, who the hell's speaking? Like, right. what's yeah. controversial? Yeah. Is it, you know, I, I, I'm all about free speech for marijuana because I know that's kind of controversial, and I'm fine with that. It, but are you going to get, you know, Nambler up there? Because that's controversial, and I ain't freaking sitting up and there it, with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I would want to know. Like, that's because you're basically saying free speech is controversial, right? Mm -hmm. Because if it's not, then there's like, who cares, right? But yeah. Mandler even said to me that it wasn't a free speech rally; it's a freedom of association rally. Oh. Uh, he, yeah. I mean, he was He's changing it. Yeah, go. Yeah. Paint by numbers. <laughs> and, and we're and almost out. We uh, are out of time. I have one. I have, right. I have one question. Um, did Did you have a picture taken with Invictus at the rally in Boston last May? Um. Did I have a picture? Um, I I did speak with him. Okay, so yes. th there's pictures of you um, that and, may include and, both of you. Uh, part of part of some of my um, uh, vetting process before doing this, um, I did speak with Invictus. Now I knew there was some controversy. Um, I'm not. I'm not. You know, completely. In defense, to say, uh, he didn't um, make the Holocaust denial remarks yeah. until uh, early in August, so oh, he hadn't made those okay. remarks at that time. Although he has made the white genocide speeches well, um, at that time. Well, and, and let me say this because I knew this guy was a bit of a strange cat. Right. Okay, he just ran a bit. <laughs> just a bit. Well, here's here's the thing. Um, he he he's a uh, pagan 
And he ran for U.S. Senate and claimed uh, and admitted to drinking goat blood as part of right. his <laughs> vegan ritual. Yeah. I have a copy of his uh-huh. LSD yeah. diaries. Yeah. It's 90 pages long. It's so, fascinating so, stuff. Oh, that sounds and, great. And, and let me say this. So I did talk to him, and I flat out asked the guy, I'm like, um, okay, are you a racist? Are you a Nazi? Have you ever said anything, uh, you know, anything like that? And, and he said flat out no, and he said that he was being persecuted because of his religion. And, oh, you pagan. Know, what, what because is, he's a pagan. Yeah. Can I play and, this clip and, before we... And let me just oh, say, oh, oh, let yeah. me just say, you know, um, uh, I don't care what anybody else does as okay. long as they don't hurt somebody else. But if you have a religious thing, that's your thing. I'm not going to criticize What if it's it. to have sex with kids? Oh, that's not right. What if you're no. advocating? Um, kill, what if you're advocating killing Jews, and that's my religion? No, 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 else, no. Right? That is not okay. So, there, so you there do are, have a limit on speech. I, I do I mean, have that's a limit speech. on speech. Absolutely. Um, can we play this, Herb? Is it's, this it's plugged ten in? Seconds. Long. Oh, we do. It's, it's not plugged in, but I'll put it up to here, I guess. All right, look at Herbie. Oh, Herbie's going to hook you up with it. So <laughs> we're going to hook this up, and we're going to get this. Uh, okay. This clip in. Uh, this is going to be Augustus. Is, is he? Is this yep. where he? Is this an exclusive? No one else has. Is this the eugenics thing? It's it's the Holocaust denial. Oh, the Holocaust denial thing. Yeah. It is. Maybe it's just not doing it. Right. I'm pushing hard. It's a a Mac. Is it doing it? Does it matter? Yeah. Okay, it's in. You got it? Herbie's uh, Herbie's looking at me funny. We're the young jerks. Are you hearing it? WEMF Radio. We're trying to get this clip in uh, for Augustus. (laughs) Hear him say some crazy shit. If not, maybe we just put it up to the it, mic. It's, yeah, it's a freaking yeah. ten-second well, clip. Will there be feedback or? Uh, maybe that's it. Oh, hold on. Now it's no, freaking. Yeah. Okay. It looks like no, that plug right. isn't fitting. And the plug's yeah, not working. I think that's what it is. Now it's uh. Yeah, I think the plug's just not fitting. I'll just hold just it up to the mic. On the microphone. Be fine. Yeah. Put it up to Here the we microphone. Go. We'll, we'll so, make sure you get here it, Kirby. Here's Augustus Invictus. It's six million people die because the Germans are evil. Wow. So basically, they asked if six billion people were killed by Hitler. Yep. So I'm still waiting to hear the facts. Yeah. So uh, that's uh, the Southern po- Poverty Law Center interviewing, and she was she had to. That was about four minutes of pulling that out of him. Uh, it was about a little over an hour interview altogether, and uh, he did a wonderful job of dancing around all sorts of things. Uh, but very clearly, he's he's denying the Holocaust. You know what I don't like about it too. Even on top of it, he's being dishonest. He knows how controversial it is. <clears throat> And it's like, you know what, if you really, like, I don't know, if you haven't decided, yeah. if you need more facts, like, don't say anything. Because you know it's going to be controversial by saying that. Like, you're only saying that because you're saying it because you want to say it. You want to make that point. Like, he, in the end. Yeah, like, I if really, anyone asked me that, I'd say, yeah, yeah six million people were, like, it's. You either it's, agree it's, with it or you, or you. Yeah, like. And, I don't know, just. And <laughs> can I say something? Ahead, because, um, you know, Rod, I've, I've, uh, I think we've come to know each other very well over a very short period of time. And he's asked me several times about this. And I didn't know that he made these comments both after I talked right. to him and after I had already accepted the rally. So my fate was already sealed. I do. Um, I do have sympathy for you, Brandon. I really do. Yeah, I know. I, know. I, 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 I think it's a big lesson. I think you're yeah. teaching a lot of people, yeah. too, that uh, yeah. it sucks yeah, in America that we yeah. don't have free speech. I agree on that. Yeah. We really don't. Like, you know, uh, they can fight you at any time. Yeah. And, and, and uh, 
sometimes it might be you know I might be happy about that actually in some instances yeah. because yeah. you, you, you know I don't want people support Nazis you know yeah. yeah but when it's marijuana I'm not too happy about it so <laughs> right. it's 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 yeah. a double edged sword and uh, it's very interesting to talk about and, and uh, you know yeah. I'm glad that you told us what happened here yeah and and thank you so much you know and I would just ask your listeners you know do we really want to live in a society where a few errant tweets can get you fired. Um, because you, you don't know. get Trump fired for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> not the problem. Yeah. Uh, well, I think, you know, maybe the thing that you want to say, Brandon, I, I, is, okay. is what was what I'm you said sorry. on Channel I'm 5 sorry. or 7. Uh, the, you oh. know, the fact that what you could have done with your free speech there is yeah. give your time to the people who are harmed by Charlottesville. Yeah. Uh, that's really what any of the people, if, if they really thought that there was a good idea to have a rally and continue with it, is to let real people who really need a voice to have a voice. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's what I've, I've uh, uh, specifically said that, you know, um, if we're talking about free speech, um, that young woman who was killed in, in Charlottesville, you know, her free speech was taken away. And, uh, you know, I, I have a, a daughter and um, I, I would, if I was in um, a similar group, um, I would be very hesitant to take her to another rally. So I think as a result of this, a lot of people's free speech is going to be chilled. And if you're a free speech ag- advocate, you need to say that in no uncertain terms and you need to denounce that. Um, and, uh, you know, I went on WBZ4 and uh, I made, uh, they kind of interviewed me and I just kind of had uh, a throwaway line. Um, but I didn't think at the time it would be that important, but it was to say that the greatest act of free speech that we could have right now would be to cancel the rally and listen to the speech of those that have been hurt by Charlotte. Oh my God, that's what I want to give you. That's what you need, Brandon. Seriously, that's what we need. Like, I don't understand why that just doesn't come out. Like, I I look at John Medlar. John, I don't want to hate you. I really don't want to fucking hate you. (laughs) I don't swear anymore either on the show, but I am right now. Like, come on. Like, this this is serious. Like, I know you think it's a joke and like we're all a bunch of babies here, but... Did you hear what the, the people said earlier, like Tito Jackson? And, you know, these are real issues. This is really happening. 40,000 people came out for a reason. And it's not just because they're mad at you. Right. There's a lot they're mad at. And a lot of it, you probably are in agree, you agree on. Yeah. You know, that we have some things. Like, this Nazi shit, though. Like, yeah. I am, you cannot, I don't know. Well, I'm done. I, I'm yeah. Rod, I want to thank you for coming in. Thanks for having thank me. I want to thank you, Brandon. Thank you. Thank you, Warren Lynch, this week. You were awesome, too. <laughs> yeah, we quoted great. you. <laughs> right? Yeah. And thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Mike. And Herb, thanks for coughing. But thanks, otherwise, for doing a good show. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week uh, with the Young Jerks back Next Saturday, 6 p.m. El Boogie. El Boogie. El Boogie. El Boogie. CBD cannabidiol. <laughs> Thank you, Tito Jackson. It's so effective wow. that the U.S. government has patented as a medicine. The government's own patent and independent published peer-reviewed medical research is showing CBD as a strong anti-inflammatory, quells anxiety, seizures, and spasm, and returns the immune system to homeostasis. There are no known bad side effects, and you cannot overdose on CBD. CBD is made from hemp, not marijuana, and so it has no psychotropic effect, and it is regulated as a nutritional supplement, not a drug. CBD Please products are tested for both potency and purity by MCR Labs of Framingham, 
Uh, for details, CBD Please at 617-834-8746 and visit cbdplease.com. If you are taking anti-seizure or chemotherapy drugs, please mention it when you call as CBD may magnify the effect of some of those. 